Welcome to Quick Save Club's off-topic show. Save point. Hey, hey, guys! Welcome, 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 welcome to the Quick Save Club podcast. What is the Quick Save Club, you might be asking yourself. Let me describe it to you. <laughs> the Quick Save Club is a PC-focused spin-off of the Cartridge Club, where for two months at a time, we will choose a retro, classic, or indie PC game to play. During these months, we discuss our experience as we play the PC game of the two months with the Quick Save Club community on Discord located at bit.ly slash Quick save Discord in the forums at www.cartridgeclub.org. For April and May, which means we've been already been playing this game for a whole month, our first game of the Quick Save Club's second season, season? I, I can speak. <laughs> we will be playing Terraria. And in the upcoming months, we will be playing Antichamber, Fallout New Vegas, Torchlight 2, and Screamer 2. If any of this sounds like fun to you, hit us up on Twitter at QuickSaveClub or join us on our Discord. This will be the first episode on the Cartridge Club feed and also our first episode of our in-between episodes called Save Points, where our hosts will get together to take community questions and have a laid-back conversation about anything. And it's kind of just a chill episode. Um, this is kind of like our in-betweener episode which was actually kind of lined up pretty nicely for us because this is our introduction. We're going to introduce ourselves to the Cartridge Club officially on this official feed, even though I know a lot of y'all have already listened to the show in the past or already subscribed to the other feed. But we are permanently moving over here, so hopefully you guys enjoy the show. Uh, we like to get nerdy and talk about PC games. It's a really good time. And just a quick reminder that for the month of May, Cartridge Club Prime is going to be playing Undertale, which was voted on by a community member, uh, Nintendo Hodge. So that option is there if you want to play along with that title. And also, Cartridge Club Portable is playing Fire Emblem, which is on the Game Boy Advanced. Um, I'm sure that'll be a really good time for people who enjoy tactical uh, strategy games. And then we have our sister best bud podcast the rf generation people they're gonna be playing darksiders genesis if you want to go over to their channel and check out what they have going on so let's go ahead and jump into our first episode of save point brought to you by quick save club welcome everybody to the first ever save point for the quick save club and if you're kind of uh curious we are on the cartridge club feed now which is kind of cool so Yay. a lot of people are probably like what is what is this crap that's on here <laughs> so we got uh this crap <laughs> what is what, this what is, is this is this the is result this? of the, the coronavirus is this what's happening what? covid19 has infested the the cartridge club feed. What is this wonderful <laughs> present that has been bestowed upon everyone? That is what we should be saying right now. <laughs> uh, so well, yeah, wanna... we build it up too high. I mean, come on, set the set expectations low. Don't so... expect much, people. We suck. Okay, go no, on. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so, um, 
figured this is uh, a kind of in between episodes because we usually do two games per month. It's a game of the month show, which uh, the lead in little introduction would have said. Um, but uh, let's introduce ourselves because we're new on this feed. Um, wait, wait. I'm... We only do one game every two months. What did so I say? We, you said we do two games every two months. Oops. We do one game every, one game two, every two months. Yes. Okay. Well, unless and... if they're extremely short games, then maybe two. Go on. Maybe. Who knows? But for now, we do one game every two months because we're too busy to play Damn a game it's... every month. Yeah. <laughs> too busy. So we got uh, myself, uh, Josh, also known as Frantic, Frantic Society. You know, and then we got uh, Mr. Uh, Buried on Mars, Kevin over here. Say hey, hello. And hey, then we got uh, Ryan at Retro Game Ranting. Hello. So you can uh, kind of put a, a name to the voice here. Um, so uh, this first save point, I think we're just going to basically kind of talk about who are we? Why are we here? Why do we exist? And uh, go into detail about that. So the people that don't know about the show can have, you know, Kind of a crash course on what we uh, do here. So we're a PC gaming show. We focus on PC games. Um, what do you guys think? What you guys have a pitch or? Yeah, I don't know. Mostly, we, uh, mostly we, we try to stick to more classic or indie games, stuff that everyone can play, stuff that is accessible to everyone, like stuff on GOG or Steam. There are a lot of games we'd like to play, but unfortunately, it's not widely available to people without going to the pirate bay or something like that, which we don't want to condone. Um, but yeah, we mostly stick to the most accessible games that we can find. And like we, we, we have more of a retro feel and an indie. Like right now we're, we're tackling the indie game, uh, Terraria, which has been around since, Oh, uh, 2009. So it's not relatively new, but it's having an update soon. So that's 2009. More of an I thought it was like 2013 or, uh, 2013 is it? Yeah, no, 2013. Oh no, okay. I, I'm sorry. Sure I was, 20, 20, go, back, thinking, go back to I, sleep, Brian. I'm gonna go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, for the record, if I just ramble, that's that's why I'm called the retro gamer ranting. Plus, I have a oh. night shift, so I have no sleep in me right now. So, forgive me. Uh, but yeah, so mostly uh, indie and and retro PC gaming right now. Uh, we and uh, yeah, should we plug our Discord and other stuff, or is that more towards the end? I mean, we do. Plug it. Why yeah. not? We're awesome on Discord. People love it over there. They're constantly com they're commenting right now. They're they're annoying me actually. I'm trying to record <laughs> a show right now. Yeah. And and then it'll be like really quiet for a while and then a ton of people just start talking. So no, it's it's nothing but people talking all the it's time. The, it's happening. But it's a happening place. Uh, we also use that as kind of our uh, multiplayer meetup hub if we want to try to get together. Uh, we we try making certain days but that kind of falls through sometimes but we do have a multiplayer section in there if people want to just be like hey we're playing this game or we're playing the game of the month you guys want to play uh, uh we use that to kind of coordinate our our multiplayer times as well so uh that's that's where we do that and you can also uh check us out on uh at quick save club on twitter uh which also will have a bevy of information including when our newest podcasts hit so, so uh, we've been. Uh, oh, sorry, Josh. No, you go ahead, man. Okay, I was just gonna say we've been doing this for about a year now. Mm -hmm. We just passed our one year anniversary. We were doing the game of the month thing. It was a little bit too much uh, for us, so we decided to space it out and do a game every two months. This episode that you're hearing, this is going to be our in between. I guess the game of the month uh, podcast. We're calling it the save point. 
if you can't, if you didn't read the title already, you're just like, I don't know, you're just hearing this. You don't even know when, what's happening right now or whatever. Um, so, yeah, and basically this is just because we want to just stay in communication with everyone, give them something to listen to, and uh, so we can just hang and talk. So this is a, a less formal episode. Not that our episodes are very formal anyways. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to be answering some questions on this one. Um, if you're interested in knowing what our upcoming games are, we have them here. We have a mm. few of them here. Um, so, yeah, for thi- this month... We'll be the second month right, we've been playing. Terraria. Right, yeah. we've been playing Terraria, and we're playing another month of Terraria. Then we'll have two months of Antichamber, which is a game that uh, Josh picked. Mm-hmm. Uh, a game I picked, Fallout New Vegas, is happening after that. I guess that's in August. If my math is right, I'm not going to do the forget. Yeah, it. You're Don't correct. Do okay. Yeah, uh, then we're going to be playing Torchlight Two, and we're going to be playing Screamer Two. And that uh, one, both, the both games the, I've picked. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the the Screamer Two is like that plus racing game that we picked, yes. right? And that's what that, you were saying. Yes, I thought it would be good uh, because again, racing game that's sort of something that you can play in one sitting practically sometimes. So I. I pitched the idea that uh, everyone kind of pick their own PC racing game that is their favorite or something and play it along with Screamer 2. Uh, and Screamer 2 is just my pick, sort of, uh, compare and contrast, because that's an old DOS game and kind of stuff, and just uh, see where everyone's um, see where everyone's likes are with that. But that's down the line. We'll talk more about that when we get there. We're, we are far away from Screamer 2 right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we've been doing this for a while, and then uh, we kind of got hit up by the Cartridge Club. Like, hey, we're trying to put a little more content on the Cartridge Club feed. So you guys want to come on? And we're like, okay, here's our stipulations. No. They were, <laughs> here's our stipulations. <laughs> they were pretty uh, laid back. They're like, hey, you know, this is what we want to do. We want to be able to do our show when we want to do it and kind of fit it, you know, at our time frame. And, you know, we talked it through, and here we are. So... That's awesome. We also post the show on YouTube as well. We have a YouTube channel. That's more your uh, speed. I know some people like to watch it at work or listen to it at work on YouTube and stuff like that. So we do have that option for you. Uh, But yeah, that uh, first season's still there on the original feed. So if you look up Quick Save Club and you find the feed, you can still listen to all uh, 12 other episodes that we have. Or 13. Yeah. What what were some of the games that we covered in our first season? We have uh, that list. Yeah, we do. Uh, uh, yes, we we do. got, but I mean, there's some good good games there. We got Vampire yep. the Masquerade. We got Minecraft. We got Half Life. Uh, Half Life. Diablo. Duke, Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah. Lots of really cool games that we played last season. Um, we had only one I think that we all didn't like, which was what was it? Seventh Guest, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Guest. The rest, all of us, at least most of us, seem to like really like them every single time. So we try to pick games that we will probably enjoy playing, and then we're like, "Oh, we want a spooky game." That game looked interesting, and we just didn't like it as much. But we still had a good conversation about it. So we, we try to. Keep... I, I, the reason why we we started this is because we're we're all fans of the Cartridge Club. We love the Cartridge Club, but they 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 seem to ignore the PC games. A little bit, you know, you get one once in a while and that we kind of just wanted to do a little more. We wanted to focus a little more on that old PC and the people who are afraid to uh, come over and try games and play games. And they think that their computers can't run the games. We want to show you that, you know, there is a lot of games. You don't need a super powerful PC. It's a lot of fun if you have one. 
and mm-hmm. then you your your world is opened up even more if you do. But if even if you don't, there's tons of fun to have on the on the old PC. Um, you know, and a, a lot of the games are best played on the PC. So mm-hmm. that that's really our reasoning for for doing this. I, I yes. guess it's kind of like a little bit of a ripoff of CC Portable. You know, they they spun off and did the Curtis spun off and did the you know he wanted to focus on the portable games, and we're kind of spun off of the Cartridge Club and our are doing the PC games. Yeah. And like, like you were just saying, we, we do try to like pick games that anybody can run. We're not just going to that. We're not going to say, Hey, let's play crisis. Haha, <laughs> that joke, but yeah, <laughs> or, you know, we're going to try to play games hey, that a PC within the last 10 years or so could probably play it pretty easily. Didn't or, they just announce a uh, crisis for the switch? I think. Yeah. They're doing a yeah. remaster yeah, for every system. And I bet it would, Look a lot better on PC, right? Yeah. Oh, I imagine Probably. so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine that, that. It's amazing. That game literally broke one of my computers. Like, the comp- I bought that game and I installed it and played that game, and it fried something in my computer. It either fried uh, my uh, my video card or something. That was how big Crisis was back in the day. And then you know, now. It can probably be run on most people's computers. No, it can't. That's the well, that's the thing with Crisis. And I'm well, going to say something I'm saying unpopular. Old, I'm okay. saying unpopular right now. Okay. Get ready. Hold oh, on to your hats. Okay. You know, Crisis didn't run on a lot of PCs, not because it had such amazing graphics and it was so. It was not optimized well. That's the problem with Crisis. No. And the reason why it doesn't run on PCs now. Is because it's still not optimized well. So <laughs> think, if there's one thing they could do with this well, remaster is optimize it. Yeah. yeah, hopefully that's what the goal is there, right? More people can play it and make it run better. So exactly. Yeah. I'll say something else. Hmm. Um, I honestly didn't find it that fun. <laughs> it uh, wasn't a fun game either, but it's okay. It's, it's okay. been a while I, since I played. Honestly, and I know this is another unpopular. I'm full of unpopular I'm opinions full today. Of it. I, I enjoyed two <laughs> a lot more. I had a lot of fun with two, even though it was linear. Yeah. And uh, but I, I really liked it. I know it was an open world, but you know, sometimes I just don't want open world. I just want that linear, you know, I just want a A to B and finish the game. It's, it's, not every game needs to be open world. And that third one, I, I couldn't get into that one at all. That was just boring. Snooze fest. <laughs> I remember I remember playing the multiplayer on the third one a lot. Had like really cool mechanics. You could like use your exosuit and like you know and go invisible and they had like things they sped up your suit and run fast and just like cool mm. power-ups so that was fun to play with friends but i never really played the story on three i tried uh, that was it just the campaign i never touched the multiplayer at all yeah see the kind of opinions you get here at the quick save club that's that's what we're all about oh yeah. um they will they will find out our individual personalities quite soon. Do not worry. Oh, they are, they, are, they already hear a lot of me on this feed. I, they never oh, get me to shut up. So yeah, and I've been on uh, since episode two of the Cartridge Club. So I'm I'm pretty sure that some people might know me. I don't know. I'm the I'm X not, Factor. I'm the, you are. Yeah, I come in on the wind and I show up every now and then. Pretty much. I used to be. I started off a once a year guest on Retro Fandango. Yeah, we're trying to break that streak and never have you on again. Never have you on again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll be uh, a good one. I figured we'd uh, go ahead and touch on like our history with PC gaming a little bit. We don't have to go super in depth or anything, but like, what's like a top level like history with PC gaming? Um, uh, Ryan. 
Me? Okay, this yeah. will take a while. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> hey, I've always said, and this is how I always describe things, I, I was kind of an OG PC gamer. I was PC gaming when it wasn't cool, and that was in the 90s uh, and uh, in the 80s even. Um, but the thing was, is instead of getting, like, you know, I had an NES, I had a Game Boy, but then after that, my parents had the choice of getting me, oh, should we get this, should we get our son a Super Nintendo or get him a PC where he can do homework on? Because, of course, all parents think it'll be good for his learning, right? The, the computer will be great. He can learn on the computer. And all I used it for was playing video games. So <laughs> I, I, I would have been playing games for a long time, so it would always be kind of awkward. I'd go out uh, during recess during school, and everyone would be talking about Contra and Mario and Zelda. And I'd be like, hey, has anyone played the new Jazz Jackrabbit game or Joe of the Jungle? <laughs> Uh, luckily there were people who knew about Doom and and Wolfenstein, but, but yeah, so I've always considered myself a very OG PC gamer. I remember having, you know, there was no windows. You had to type in, you had to install, type in what you needed to, to, to get the game to run dot exe, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, it was always a pain in the butt, um, but I enjoyed it. I loved it. So so I'm I'm pretty old school, and so I have some fond memories, and sometimes that does uh, come back to bite me when I go back to play an old DOS game, and you know you you kind of realize well maybe these games, you know, uh, are are being looked at with rose colored glasses, but they're my rose colored glasses, so I enjoy them greatly. So uh, <laughs> some of some of the genres I've enjoyed the most always been a first person shooter fan, always just everything of course Doom, Wolfenstein, Duke 3D. Unreal Tournament, all those things. I just I grew up on those, and those were kind of my go-to games back in the day. So that's a little bit for me. I'm I'm old school, and I and, and I will continue to be for the rest of my life. Nice. What about you, Kevin? Um, yeah, I'm, my history mirrors uh, Ryan's a lot. Uh, I started on the the Vic twenty and Commodore sixty four when all the other kids had the uh, Nintendo. Uh, well, first it was the Atari twenty six hundred, then the Nintendo. And same thing, they were all talking about Contra or uh, Double Dragon or whatever it was. And I would be playing, you know, Duke Nukem, like the original 2D Duke Nukem or uh, Commander Keen or whatever. Um, so, uh, but for me, yeah, like it, it, my parents were very much uh, like they just didn't believe in consoles. They didn't believe in buying uh, a machine that could only play games. If you're going to spend that kind of money, you're going to spend it on something that can do other things than just play games. So they were very big on uh, computers. And um, yeah, I, I remember even uh, I remember playing uh, Wolfenstein 3D for the first time, my very first uh, first person shooter. And I was like, oh, man, I'm at home. This is my kind of game. I don't have to jump. I don't have to think of like platforms and <laughs> stuff. I could just run around and, and kill Nazis. And it was my kind of game. And Doom came out and I, yeah, I was really big into first person shooters throughout the, the 90s. Um, I, I went to college and so there's a bit of a hole there because I didn't have a lot of money. Uh, so I came back to like uh, uh, Quake 2 and Duke Nukem 3D later uh, in the 90s. Um, and then uh, I, I remember my computer, the computer that I bought uh, kind of 
crapped out uh like in around 2002 it, it wouldn't it was like i couldn't play like the original xbox games that were coming out like uh, grand theft auto 3 i remember that was a game i kept hearing about everybody was playing grand theft auto 3 my computer couldn't run it so at that point i kind of got away from pc gaming it was getting very expensive too with all the parts and all that um uh, and for a long time for about 10 years i went back i was a console guy i pretty much played uh xbox uh, consoles and then in 2011, I got a PC again. I wanted to get into YouTube and that, so I got a PC that could uh, do do uh, video graphics. And it happened just happened it could do um, computer games as well. And the world of Steam was opened up to me. And slowly, since 2011 to now, like the it's shifted all the way back to PC gaming. And PC gaming is where I do most of my gaming now. I can't even tell you the last. I think the last console game i bought was breath of the wild for the wii u <laughs> <laughs> nice no. uh and, and another thing i'm sorry i'm not trying to step but another thing that was great about being old school is we had something called shareware which is something mm-hmm. you didn't have if you played on console or anything like that and shareware was great it wasn't a demo a demo is like one level shareware games you'd get an entire episode because back then when a game would be released, it would be kind of episodic. You know, the first and an entire episode would be like anywhere from six to eight levels. It would have a start and end, a final boss. And mm-hmm. what that would do is it'd give you a taste of the pie and say, hey, you want more of this? Then buy the rest of it. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, and that was really cool. And I think that was one of the benefits of being a PC gamer is, you know, you didn't just get like uh, one or two. Because I remember I'd go over to my uh, cousin's house and he would have one of those demo discs for the playstation remember those yeah yeah and those would be like one level and that would be it you know or something like that or or a low-res trailer of the game and i'd just be like oh yeah well i could play an entire episode at home if i go and you know but uh (laughs) so that was another real benefit being an old school pc game forget shareware my dad used to come home with a a a blank floppy full of games (laughs) uh, from work uh, for the Commodore 64, those were good times, man. And it'd be the full games. Piracy was very easy <laughs> back then. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Josh? What's your uh, PC uh, background? Um, I'm I'm a little younger, so I don't have all the... A little, little bit, younger. Just a little bit, just a little. Uh, well, uh, the other day, you, you said the episode one of Star Wars was the one you watched the most because you were nine when it came out. Yeah, I was like <laughs> nine or ten, I think. It's like, what did it come out, 2000? 2001, something like that? 1999. Okay, I was nine. I graduated high school the year that came out. Yeah, I was nine when that came out. So uh-huh. I was, I was, uh, I was, uh, I graduated, had finished graduating college, and I was working my first job in my profession. Nice. Well, uh, so I don't, I don't have a lot of the nostalgia for the real old stuff, but I do love uh, Valve games. That was probably my first PC uh, games that I played and really got into. I played, you know, Half-Life 2 and uh, the Episodes and Portal and Team Fortress 2. Uh, me and my buddies would love to play uh, Half-Life Deathmatch. I know that's just our Half-Life 2 Deathmatch, which is kind of a weird uh, multiplayer mode of Half-Life 2. But um, I just kind of would tinker around with PC gaming. I didn't really do a lot of it. To, I wouldn't say like as much as some people, but I have always liked uh, keyboard and mouse controls. I'm a huge fan of like 
hits again, weapons and games. I used to play a lot of that Tribes uh, reboot that came out, uh, I guess 2010 or whatever it was. And that game was a lot of fun. I put, I put dozens of hours in that and played Minecraft on PC because I could mod it. And um, I just kind of like PC gaming um, as a compliment to my console gaming because I like to play Nintendo and PlayStation and all that. So when there's a really cool PC game, I like to, uh, you know, sit down and enjoy it. And uh, this this whole experience with the Quick Save Club has gotten me going back into the catalog and trying out, out old PC games that I say, oh, one day I'm going to try that out. And I never did. But now I have some games I could probably put on top 10 lists, you know, from this podcast that are PC exclusives or better on PC. So it's been really awesome for me. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so I want to say thanks to the Cartridge Club crew for letting us be on the podcast feed. Pretty excited. It's pretty cool. Yay. Yep. Very nice. Yay. Yeah. And um, I wanted to introduce our segment called Browser History. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> this isn't good. I didn't you know this was coming up, up. You just come up with the greatest titles, I tell you. All right. Well, no, let me, che- let me check don't... my history. Here we go. Uh, well, I, I was a uh, Bible study right Bible here. Study. One, Bible study 101. There you go. Uh, yeah. No. No. You, uh, go to your incognito tab and look. Okay. Oh, not going. Uh, there. No, no, not going there. <laughs> Mine right now is a bunch of uh, stuff for school for my kids, and basically, and nice. in, in YouTube videos. It's mostly homework assignments for my children, because of all of you know what. But you know. <laughs> uh, honestly, what the segment is is what we've been doing, kind of just like to bullshit, right? Talk about what we've been playing, any Steam sales you got, if. It's PC gaming related, sure. If it's not, oh well. But it's just what's going on. How's how's everybody doing? It's pretty much all it is. Cool, cool. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan, you go first. Sure. I go first. Sure, why well, not? Yeah. Oh, then we can great. cut you off and more easily. <laughs> cut me. All right. Well, I, I guess what I've been playing, I've, I've been diving into Terraria because obviously it's the game of the month, and then Terraria is one of those games where once I dive back into it, I can't really stop. Uh, so I've been just sort of going on that. I've been uh, looking up a bunch. Uh, Terraria has an update coming up soon, coming this month, I think on the 15th or the 14th. And it's going to be the last major update. Awesome timing, so, right? Awesome timing. Uh, plus, uh, today, I just tweeted it before we did this podcast, apparently a free DLC, a mod extension, where it will easily allow you to mod Terraria, will also be available when the final update, Journey's End is what it's called, uh, for Terraria is. And so uh, it's going to have modding support, over a thousand new items. It's going to have texture support. You can import your own textures into the game. Uh, So that's going to be freaking cool. Uh, So I've just kind of been researching that, just diving into uh, Terraria more trying to convince people to turn our server into hard mode any way I can, but no one's ever on when I want to <laughs> turn it into hard mode. I'm scared. Um, I'm kind of scared, too. It's, uh, it's scary, but it's going to be great. Uh, but I don't want to just go and turn it into hard mode by myself. I know what hard mode is. I know what the boss is. I need a bunch of noobs to be in there with me to fight the wall of flesh and do that stuff. So I'm trying to get that going. Uh, other than that, um, mostly just uh, work and uh, helping my kids with, with schoolwork and stuff. Um, I have been playing some kind of uh, 
PlayStation One emulator games, but oh, I have two. I've been doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah, I, I, for some odd reason, I just got the itch. Like I downloaded a mod. Somebody modded an old game I used to enjoy playing and gave it a new thing. And so I downloaded the ROM to it and been messing with that. And so I just sort of been diving into the old world of PS One ROMs and EMUs. Obviously, all ones I own. So. Besides the one that was modded. Oh, not me. I've been trying to find, <laughs> trying to find anything I don't own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. So I went old school in that way. Uh, other games, uh, I, periodically when my kids will let me play it, I uh, I have been, I, I know it's not PC related, but I have been playing Mario Maker 2 uh, because that just had an update as well. Yeah, so, it's fun. But uh so yeah, so that's been kind of it. Uh, nothing too soon. Uh, a lot of free games right now, thanks to everything going on. So uh, I know people have been posting that on our Discord. So go look on there with gaming deals. But it just seems like there's a free game, a new free game every week from all over the place. So go grab those. None of them I've played yet, but there's there's those. So that's basically what I've been doing. <laughs> Sweet. What you been okay. up to, Kevin? Uh, well, for me, like uh, Ryan mentioned, uh, the P- PS1 emulators, I've, uh, if anyone knows me lately, I've been on a Jackie Chan kick, and then I've uh, started researching some Jackie Chan video games. And the last one that came out, uh, other than some Game Boy Advance ones, was uh, on the PS1, Jackie Chan Stunt Master, I think it's oh called. Oh my god, you played that game? Is it good? Yeah, well, here's the thing. I have not um emulated uh console games in a very long time okay uh just because i just haven't had any interest and it's kind of changed a lot since the last time i emulated uh uh, those kind of games um because before it was like you know every you know if you needed a, a playstation emulator you go download a playstation emulator you might have a few to try out or whatever yeah. and uh you know I go, now there's this thing called retro arc where the- Messing it, with that this month too, retroarch. Yeah, where it just takes all the emulators and puts them all in one package. So oh. you load up. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. They call right. it something, but you load up. It basically you load up the emulator, and you you can you can download like a two or three different ones to try, mm-hmm. uh, because you all get you get different results for each one. And uh, within that, it will uh, do all the upscaling and all that. Uh, like RetroArch does it itself. So the emulator runs the game, and then RetroArch does like all the cleaning up the graphics and smoothing everything out. And okay. it's so streamlined, so much easier. And man, yeah, I played Jackie Chan Stuntmaster. I don't, I think it didn't get very good reviews. I don't know if it's because I'm playing it on an emulator. Might it, maybe it improved the uh, uh, frame rate or something like that. I never look at the old reviews to see what the issues were. But uh, it's a fun little beat-em-up. I had a lot of fun with it. It only took a few hours to, maybe five or six hours to uh, play through. Um, It definitely helped that there were uh, some uh, save states in some situations because the, now I didn't abuse them. I didn't abuse them, but there was, the platforming in it is very janky, I'll say. And so there were, so none of the bosses were as frustrating as the platforming. And some save states helped me get uh, through that. And I don't care. I don't like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, oh you yeah. didn't really beat it or whatever. I don't care what you said. I don't care. Yeah. I was having fun with the game and uh, I had fun all the way uh, through it. Uh, and save states helped me get through it. 
Let, let's face it. One of the most frustrating things of old consoles is the fact that you couldn't save anywhere, and they would have yeah. the worst checkpoints. And so yeah. I... That's how I justify it. I remember it. It was, the worst you know, checkpoint was in Turok 2. I remember there was like an hour between checkpoints, like a little geez. hour. And I would, I would sit there and I'm like, how am I going to get all the way through this within an like for an hour? I'm going to have to sit here and play this game. I didn't have a lot of time back then to play video games. Now I probably would do it, but, you know, back then. And and on the PC, it was just like, you know, you had the F5, the save, wherever you, you, you needed to save. Um, so now it's nice to have that on the consoles because you can pretty much just save wherever you, wherever you want. Um, I try not to abuse it though. You know, I only feel like if the game is getting like, like those janky, um, uh, platforming bits, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of, you know, it's the game's being kind of a little bit cheap right now. So I, I didn't mind using them uh, through there, but you know, I beat all the bosses legit and all that. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun little game. I mean, the cutscenes, I'm not big on cutscenes, but they were short and they were actually funny. You know, it had that Jackie Chan uh, sense of humor in it. All the bosses, all the characters in it all had that uh, fun sense of humor. And then at the end of the game, this was the best part. This isn't a spoiler. This is a, a teaser. At the end of the game, uh, they did, uh, you know how at the end of a Jackie Chan movie, you have the um, uh, takeouts and that, right? All the mistakes and everything like that. Yeah. Well, they kind of, they... Within the game it? engine, they recreated oh, like those scenes, awesome. and they made it like kind of like fun. how Disney would do at the end of the like, or Pixar would do at the end of their uh, uh, movies. Kind of so the same cool. thing, and it was nice. it was fun. It was worth playing the game just to get to all that. I was I wasn't yeah. expecting it, so I was like, oh man, that's that's really cool. That was a fun. It was a fun little game, you know. Jackie Chan's amazing. I think to buy it used, it was like it's. I think it's sixty dollars now Canadian. Um, so Still. yeah. So that was way too much. I to, for a twenty-year-old game, I wasn't going to spend that much. But um, so yeah, I played through that, and then I um, I saw Jason Heine was playing uh, Baja HD, the, the oh, yeah. remaster. Mm-hmm. There's like a big three-hour-long marathon in that game, and uh, that's that's what he was doing. He did the whole three-hour marathon thing because he figured that since everybody's off, this is the the time to do it, kind of thing. Not everybody. I know we're all essential workers here, but for people like him who are off. Um, <laughs> exactly. Let me, uh, so, uh, let yeah, me, I, uh, I fired... Sorry, go ahead. I, so, I, I fired up uh, that game and started playing. That is a really... I, I'm big on my racing games. That's a really good racing game. It came out in 2008. It's, it's, it holds up. It's really fun. It's got... Um, you know, generally with your... Like, it's all in the dirt, right? And generally with those kind of games, it's a little slippery. It's a tight racer. Like, you... And don't need to use the brake because the, the physics in the game are such that, like, if you let go, you're in deep sand. So the car slows down right away. Okay. Unless you're on pavement, then you kind of need to use the brakes and that. So it's kind of, it's really good physics in it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. I've been playing Uncharted 3 on the PS4 because they put it out for free. So I've been uh, messing around with that. Yeah. Uh, I did finish Uncharted 2 as well. Yeah, they're okay. They're okay games. I've kind of softened on those. I kind of hated them for a long time. Not hate. I just kind of like, I felt like there were 7 out of 10s. So everyone kind of like gives them, you know, 10 out of 10 and 9 out of 10 and all that. Yeah. Um, so now I'm at I'm at like a maybe 7.5 for Uncharted 2. Maybe an 8. Uncharted 3 isn't impressing me as much. It kind of feels a little uh, wonky, but whatever. feels you, good to uh, give the PS4. I paid for I bought that PS4 and it kind of feels good to play it a little bit you know? <laughs> get some money's worth out of that thing and that's um, pretty much it did you play the multiplayer on it all uncharted or no 
No, I, I did back in the day on the when it was on the PS3. And it was like, uh, you know, I'm a, like any, I, I'm not big on multiplayer. And I'm a total noob, you know, like you go in there, you're trying to learn it and everybody knows the level inside yeah. and that yeah. stuff. I'm like, eh. Yeah. Uh, quick Jackie Chan thing. Uh, look this up on YouTube if you ever did. It's called Jackie Chan How to Do Action Comedy. It's by Every Frame of Painting. Uh, <laughs> it's a five-year-old video, but it's a really good video. It's only like 10 minutes long. And he kind of just kind of picks apart, you know, how he does action comedy and why he does it that way. And there's a lot of stuff like that, but that's like a short one. And it's just, he explains Jackie Chan's brilliance just great. But, yeah. Sorry, Jackie Chan's one of my favorite martial artists. So you just saying that just sparks me down the rabbit hole of watching Jackie Chan clips and remembering stuff like oh, that. Yeah. He's just brilliant. You could literally sit there all day and just watch Jackie Chan clips until you Yeah, it's it's getting really bad for me. I'm uh, actually looking at a region-free uh, Blu-ray player now so I can start importing. <laughs> it's very sad. It's very sad. Uh, but I, I'm getting right into it. Uh, awesome. Did you ever play the NES Jackie Chan game? No, I did. I messed around with like apparently that game came out on the Turbo Graphics 16 as well. Okay. Uh, so I messed around with that one a little bit, uh, but that's pretty much it. Okay. Cool, cool. So uh, I guess I'll talk about what I've been doing. I, yeah. What about you, Josh? What yeah. Are you? What are you doing? <laughs> nah, I mean I play. I just beat this game, uh, Gato Roboto. I want to recommend it on here. What? Um, it's called Gato Roboto. So you're oh. a little cat. Okay. So the the artwork is two colors. It's white and black. It's a pixel art game, like 8-bit style. Where am and I getting this game? Where is it? You can get it on Steam, okay. Xbox, PS4, anything. Um, yeah, Switch if you want. And, Dude, uh, terrible. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so pretty much like, uh, if you guys play that game, Zeo Drifter? Yes. It's like a Super Metroid-like game or Metroid-like Love game. Love that game. Love it. This yeah. game just reminds me of another Zeo Drifter, kind of. So okay. that's a so pretty much, you don't go back and forth like in Zeo Drifter, but it's a Metroidvania. You go through, you know, you unlock these power-ups. Uh, the premise is, is you're uh, a cat from the space captain. Your ship crashes, and the space captain is trapped inside the ship. And you're a cat that gets in a mech suit, and uh, you level up the mech suit and go through the world. Silly premise, but I just had fun. It took me like five hours to play through. Um, there's boss battles. They're not too hard. You know, they're just pattern memory based and silly storyline and just a really fun game. Um, highly recommend that one. I think I played it on Game Pass. It might be on Game Pass for PC also. I'm not sure about that, but yeah. Um, just a just a fun little like sit down, have a few hours, play through it. Good times. Cool. And also this month, uh, I was doing the Cartridge Club Hangouts, and I realized I needed to upgrade my setup a little bit because I had these on-ear headphones. For like the longest time with like the green wire, they're really really crappy. They're actually over there, and um, my ear was like almost swollen because that podcast was like three hours and twenty minutes. I was sitting there with that headphone on, Mm. and uh, I have this crappy computer chair. I'm gonna upgrade this too, but I started going down the rabbit hole of audio like headphones, and it took me so long to land on one that kind of did everything I wanted it to. Um, I got these. They're Arctis Sevens. They're decent. They're not like the best headphones ever, but I got a good deal on them. But they work on everything. They work on PlayStation, Xbox, and uh, legacy consoles, everything. So I was like, yeah. and PC, and then I can have, uh, you know, mic monitoring when I'm doing podcasts, all that stuff. So it's like, I, w- I was like so specific that I was driving myself crazy looking at YouTube <laughs> reviews and all this stuff. Like, I wanted to do all 
50 of these things and then it's just like okay I, they, it can't do everything i wanted to do but let's find a happy medium so i finally found a set that i actually like so that was good um but yeah i was like looking at computer chairs too and then they got the gaming chairs that are like 700 dollars, and then like oh all this God. other crap so i'm just like okay i'll probably just go to like a discount furniture store when i can actually go like browse in stores which i can't really do right now and sit in chairs is like I don't want to just order one online and then get it and hate it. Which... Those are like for those hardcore streamers and stuff. Yeah, they're sitting there for like eight hours a day streaming, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm like, not going to get one. What jerk would buy a gaming chair? That would that just <laughs> that just yeah. be ridiculous. That would just uh, ridi- ridiculous. Flexing at that point, just yeah. being a complete total flex for a, a, a show off you know show off yeah. douchebag whatever i it's mean not like if, you know they needed a chair and so they just went to the store to buy one and didn't think of what anyone thought of it you know they just they wanted to show off yeah. <laughs> by the way yeah. I'm, I'm currently do you, installing... do you think do you think ryan knows i am sitting in a gaming chair right now do you think, do you think do you... i you don't you, <laughs> you, do you think you can't read my sarcasm no, just, just like no. you guys can't read the word "fine" properly. <laughs> fine, fine. Monday fine. will be fine. Remember? Oh, my. oh gosh, <laughs> are we going up. down this? <laughs> no, no. I just, I'm opening up old wounds. That's all I'm doing. Monday it's... will be fine. Are we recording Monday or Wednesday? He says after that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I was looking at computer chairs. I'm not going to spend. A ton of money, so I, I'm trying to look at something for around like 100, 125. But I was just like sitting in this chair. I literally got this chair when we moved into this apartment because my other one broke when we moved, and I actually had a decent one. So I was like, okay, well, I have like 20 bucks, and I went to a thrift store and bought a chair, and I was like, I can clean it with a carpet cleaner. So I cleaned it with a carpet cleaner, and I've been using that chair ever since. It smelled like 12 bucks on it or something. <laughs> yeah, go. so it's a crappy chair, but it's been doing the job. But I, I'm just like hey, after exactly. sitting sitting that long that other day. I mean, it was a fun podcast. I had a good time, but I'm like, I need comfort if I'm going to sit at this desk mm-hmm. for this long and do this. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, um, I play PC games a lot here, too, but I don't always wear headphones, too, on top of that. So it's like, you know, if I have that, I, I'll, I'll be more likely to set my computer more often and do some more uh, quick save club stuff, too, like play more Terraria and stuff. But um, <laughs> and that was funny. The uh, Jared from Retro Revolutions, he he. Uh, message me on Facebook because he has me on Facebook. And he's like, "Let's play Minecraft," and then I'm like, "Okay." So like the beginning, yeah, you were of last telling month, me this. Yeah, you were <laughs> yeah, telling beginning me last month. I was playing Minecraft, and then uh, Ryan's like, "Uh, you're playing Minecraft. That was six months ago. What are you doing?" No, I gave him a <laughs> private message just to just to get on his case. I'm just like, "Why are you playing Minecraft? It is April. You must be playing Terraria." I was just getting busting his chops. He's like, "What? Well, my, my my friend told me to." <laughs> yeah, you know, she wanted to try a, a survival like tr- challenge. You go into a ravine, you have to survive in the ravine. It was pretty fun. Oh, and that sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, you go in the ravine, and then once you're in there, you can't leave. So you have to like, if you ha- see an animal, you have to try to get a grass seed and bring them into the r- r- ravine and like kill it. And yeah, you can't leave ever. So it's kind of like survival without you. you ultra survival or whatever it's like giving yourself more uh boundaries to go with but yeah besides that i was doing retro arc too like like it's been a couple weeks but i like playing those uh super mario world roms and i was kind of yeah the hacked ones yeah the hacked ones um 
I haven't done it in years. And I was like, I have RetroArch installed. I can put the ROMs in there and play them. So I was playing like, uh, there's one called 12 Golden Orbs. It's like supposed to be like the most wow. biggest one ever that's ever made. Like one of them at least has like over 300 worlds that you can go into and stuff. So I was playing that a little bit. Heard of sometimes. that one, yeah. Yeah, I am, yeah I, I'm I, literally installing RetroArchs right now as I'm. I'm <laughs> yeah, it makes it easy, very easy. Because I'm yeah, still using all the individual ones, and I'm just like, it's all in one now. Yeah, it's it's so convenient, and <laughs> so, yeah, and it puts all your library all, all together too, and it know. even has like a quick, uh, uh, you know, the stuff that you've loaded up and you've played. It even it'll even put it in a quick list, so it doesn't matter what system you played it on. It puts it all on that quick list, and you can just go back into the games uh, does, that way. Uh, does it do uh, Mame emulator too? It does the arcade games. I think it does Mame, so. but I, yeah. I think you have to like launch Mame to do the settings inside of Mame because it mm. it does, you have to you can launch Mame through there, but then you have to launch Mame. You know what I mean? It's okay. Eh, it's a, it includes it in there, but like. If you have your library for the arcade games, it'll launch MAME, and then you have to select it. Does that make sense? I, I'm literally going to go down the rabbit hole after we're done with this podcast now, thanks to this. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> oh, no, that's I, great. That's you can great, sit there though. and mess with it forever. I was pl- trying some uh, DS games. and well, I didn't know there was an all-in-one. That's how long it It even has uh, GameCube stuff in there, and I was playing like a, I like that Amazing Spider-Man game on GameCube. I was playing that and a couple other things. Time um, Splitters 2. Yeah. There you go. Oh, my and favorite they, console. The, the only thing is, they still haven't perfected that uh, ability. Like, I would love to play those, like with Goldeneye, the with the mouse and keyboard. Yeah, it's just, it's almost impossible. You have to still use the controller. Yeah. Oh, they actually had a source port mod of that a while back. Did you ever try that out? Yeah, no. it was multiplayer only, though. Yeah, it was only multiplayer. So uh, but that, it was one. pretty cool. I was only fun. was able to play a few rounds with it, but it was really cool. I really liked it. Yeah. I wish they would do a... Com- like, someone would just redo the entire single player in that. That would have been cool. Yeah. Do I want to run it now? No, I don't want to run it now. I will run it later. But that's what I'm definitely going to be doing. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> we said uh, we were only going to record for an hour, and we haven't got to any of the questions yet. So Yeah, we can do that. Let's All go right. ahead and do the questions here, man. Uh, <laughs> So we've been uh, chit-chatting, and then the last section we're going to do every month is uh, hashtag AskQuickSave, and this is being moved just to the save points. We're not, unless we decide to do some for the games of the month. Do you want? Yeah, if someone has a question about the game itself, yeah, specifically, the game month, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, this will be more general it. stuff. Uh, we got questions from Sky Captain. Which it's only Sky Captain. It's only Vance. Sky Captain. Vance always should, has questions. We should call. Should we call this Vance's Corner? What's sure. Sky Captain's Corner? Let's rip Sky. off STC Pod for Captain's Corner. Captain's Corner. Yeah, there that's a, that's that's a good Captain, Captain's Corner. Captain, Captain with a K. Yeah, Captain's Corner. All okay, right. so he uh, actually asked these on the Discord. So uh, Ryan, do you want to read the first one here? Okay, this is something my brother and I discussed while playing another round of Age of Empire Two. What are some quote unquote classic five plus year old question mark games you keep going back to and why is uh is it the theme art style characters mechanics act actors etc there's actors in video games so i guess so there's voice actors mm, yeah uh so classic so basically yeah it's a what classic games do you always find yourself playing over and over again like every year you have to play a game kind of that kind of thing that, that's a good question uh you want to go first josh oh uh, sure 
Um, old game I like to play a lot. Um, I guess Yoshi's Island. Are we talking just PC games or what? Anything. We probably. Yeah. Anything. Anything. Fine, Anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yoshi's Island's one. I like playing old Tony Hawk games. I always go back to Tony Hawk all the time. Burnout games, really good. Oh god, yeah. I love Burnout Revenge. I think Revenge is my favorite, but I still love three a lot. Yeah. Um, Paradise is really fun, but I have to be in the mood for it because of just the style of it. It's, I couldn't it's, get into Paradise. It, it's fun, but it's just like it's a different style of fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I still like the the entire Burnout series. Um, two is pretty fun too. They're all they're all really good. Um, it's five plus years. Um, I do like to play. Um, GameCube games like like the Amazing Spider-Man, like I was saying, and then I like playing uh, Mario games. I go back and play Super Mario Sunshine. I know a lot of people don't like that game, but I love it. It's one of my favorites. I the uh, funny thing, I watched a video today, and someone said the same thing, uh, where he referenced how he wished there was a Super Mario Sunshine theme in uh, Mario Maker Two, and he goes, "Yeah, I know everyone hates the game, but it's my favorite game of all time." Yeah, that's everyone one of those. has to say that. Yeah. Why does everyone have to say that when they talk about Mario Sunshine? <laughs> I think it's a fine game. Why does where's this hate for this game? I've never seen it, but everyone for some reason thinks they have to say, "I know everyone hates it, but it's my favorite Mario of all time." I, I don't get it. That's game's all garbage. I ever... <laughs> game's garbage. Game is garbage. garbage. It's absolute yeah. trash. Absolutely. I hate it. I love it. I love it. I'm not going to change my opinion on open that. Open world Mario game just dumb idea. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, I hate also, I hate it. I, I, Did you like on Mario Odyssey? It's kind of a similar idea. I tolerated Mario Odyssey. I thought it was all right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and an obvious one, which uh, should be obvious, is Minecraft. I play that. I still have a world. I just do stuff on all the time in that game. It's still fun, dude. Have you all seen the Nether update stuff? Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. They're adding four biomes to the Nether, so they're adding like new creatures and. Like new like treasure areas, like all sorts. Like uh, they had a material that's stronger than diamond now that you can find in the Nether only. So you can put it on your pickaxes and stuff. And um, it, so if you die in lava with this, uh, it's called Netherite on your like pick pickaxes or armor and stuff. It floats in lava, so you can go back and get it if you die and they don't get destroyed. It's pretty cool. So those are some older games to play a lot. What about you, uh, Kevin? Oh man, uh, five year old. Just everything. <laughs> I, I do. I, for the longest time, I was playing Super Metroid uh, and Half-Life every year. I probably would play through those, but I haven't done that. Uh, it's been very sporadic. I played like I would play lately. I would play a Metroid from the past that I haven't played in a while, like a Game Boy Advance one or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm always going back to older games, trying to go like uh, stuff that I uh, might have missed or whatever. Like I just replayed the the Quake games one and two not too long ago um I'm, I'm trying to get back to unreal again because i don't think i ever finished that game uh it's a game that i i think i played like the opening to it probably about 10 times i well, never see, finished it you're kind of rediscovering these games though but what is like the games that you have to play every year at least you know i, you I don't think there's anything that i have to play oh, okay. no no I'm, I'm like there's so much out there that i haven't got to yet you know um, but like, I do like my racing games. Like you, you stole my burnout burnout would, would be like, I, I always go back and play those, um, because they don't make them anymore either. Oh, uh, need for speed. I love putting those in and messing yeah. around with those once more. Well, it's nothing that I have to play every year, but like I, I go back and I play games all the yeah. time that, uh, I play soldier of fortune. I just played yeah. through that. Um, oh, yeah, geez, I forgot about that one. 
Yeah, that was the one where dismemberment was their big selling point or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it holds up. That was still that was still a, a fun. First game. First one does. The second one. Second a little... one's not good. No, I, I tried and I was like, oh man, there's there's something missing with this one. It's uh, not as good. Didn't uh, they make I, a third one too? Yeah, and that one was like a, I think it was like Xbox 360 era oh, okay. and PS3 era, and yeah, that one uh, was good. Duke Nukem. Of course, go back and play that all the time. Yeah, uh, I was messing around with blood. Um, yeah, it's Game. just Doom. Play, Doom. Been playing the Doom games. You, you know? played Doom sixty four. Did you like it? I was I, I was playing it a little bit the other day. It was all right. It's okay. It's yeah. like I would say it's like a, a seven out of ten for a first person shooter that came out in the nineties, mm-hmm. and maybe a six for a Doom game. It didn't. There wasn't enough enemies I, and franticness, and it was missing the uh, the music too. Yeah, I, I didn't like the soundtracks. Silent, almost like it was weird. I don't know. Sound effects. It was sound effects like yeah. knocking and babies crying, and you know, I want the I want the metal. You know, when I'm playing a Doom game, <laughs> give me the metal. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, one game I did forget to mention is I have a Dreamcast hooked up, and the only thing that's ever been in that Dreamcast, I think, since I got it, is Crazy Taxi, and okay, I just like. Yeah. I play Crazy Taxi like all the time. Just yeah. I, I love it. I, it's like one of those I could pop on, play a couple of matches, and just be like, "All right, oh, I'm yeah. good." Yeah, it's fun. Uh, and Hydro, Hydro Thunder for me. That's always my like. If I if the Dreamcast gets pulled out, I'm putting Hydro Thunder in there. Yeah, Soul Edge Two or Soul Blade Two, whatever it is. I love that fighting game. That was great. Soul Caliber. So yeah, it was Soul Edge, Soul <laughs> Caliber. They had yeah, I can't Soul remember Caliber what it was. One. Right, so Caliber One was on there. Now, now I'm confused. Yeah, the original Soul series. Yeah, I like Soul Caliber Two a lot. It's good. Yeah, so it was probably the original one you're talking about. Yeah, but it was good. It was good. I haven't played it. Oh, and I also had uh, Street Fighter Alpha Three on the Dreamcast, which is apparently the superior version versus the PS2 version. So, Hmm. Uh, what's some older games you like, Ryan? Oh, well, yes. Uh, I guess um, I'd have to say games that I come back to if I am going to talk about console. Right now I don't have my Wii set up, but Burnout 2 was the game that we used to just stay up all night playing that. I remember when my brother-in-law, when he didn't live here, he would come and visit, and we would we would play Burnout 2, and then uh, me and my wife would go to bed because he'd stay at our place when he'd come visit. And then we'd wake up, and he'd still be there playing Burnout 2 in the morning. That's just how much we'd play it. it would, it'd still throw that in there, uh, along with Time Splitters 2. Uh, so if I did have my console, I'd go back to that. But when it comes to PC games, I love to go back to the to old stuff. Like I, in, and like right now, I'm like really big into finding really cool mods for Doom, like Brutal Doom. Like That just had a, a new update that came out and stuff like that. And... Uh, uh, and then uh, uh, I think there was uh, for Duke Nukem 3D when we did that for our game of the month I found some really cool mods for that so it's like I, I, I still go back to that game but I try to find what people have done to that game in the meantime if they've made it better converted it to something else stuff like that so yeah I go back to Duke 3D uh, you know I, I go back to Doom and that kind of stuff and of course, there's a couple Mario games thrown in there from time to time, but it's mostly I kind of get nostalgic. I look at the game, and then I go, I wonder what else has happened with this game since I've last played it, you know? 
Yeah. And of course, you know, every year I have to play Terraria. Is Terraria five years old? What did we figure out when it yeah, came out? Yeah, it's 2013. I think it's... Yeah, yeah 2013. 2012, so, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere around there. Yeah, and that that's just one of those games where if I... If I, if I it's like you in Minecraft, you know? Yeah. It's, you got to go in and you play it, and you just can't, like, just play it for a little bit. You kind of just fall down that rabbit hole, and you play it for hours and days on end. But, you know, so mm-hmm. those are kind of it, you know? Just rediscovering the old games and seeing if the fandom is still there to make it fresh and new. Unreal Tournament is another one where I, I think you can still find really cool like mods and stuff for it. So sweet. Okay, the second uh, question, Mr. and our, our Captain's Corner was how does everyone feel about remasters of games? Was there one that felt more like a quick cash grab or really did the game justice? Or are there any remasters you're looking forward to or any you wish would be remastered? And if so, what would you change or leave the same? Uh, well, it, it was really cool because right before this, uh, Ryan and I were talking about um, Darksiders nice. and how they remastered that game. And if you owned the original game on Steam, they just gave you the updated remaster. Um, so I have no issue with that. That's awesome if they're going to do something like that. Um, and I think like remasters on consoles and that generally I'm okay with them. That's, that's pretty cool. Like people like, Oh, you're going to make us buy this game again. We have to play this game again. You're forcing this game down our throat. Um, Mm. none of those things are happening. They are just porting the game to a new console. Someone who didn't have a PlayStation two now has a PlayStation three and they can play the, the, uh, Jack and Dexter or, uh, Ratchet and Clank games now. That's all that is, you know. Yeah. yeah, I have zero problem with that at all. Now there are examples of bad remasters. I got my top two that I absolutely hate are Bulletstorm and Hard Reset. Uh, Hard Reset one it was really bad because all they did was basically tweak the game a bit, and if you wanted those tweaks. Uh, which basically the the original game I found was a little bit I'm not gonna say broken but they it was really unnecessarily hard and yeah. there was some AI in it that was just a little bit wacky so they went and they tweaked the game and that should have been an update to me but instead they brought it out as Hearts Reset Redux yeah. and if you wanted those changes you had to pay for them now eventually I did buy it on an extreme sale i think i paid like a dollar 30 for it but still that was a tough dollar 30 for me to swallow i felt like as if i should not have had to pay for an update like that at all see i'll say hold on i got one more okay my second most worst uh, is bulletstorm Uh, on the pc specifically i hated the, the the remaster of this game because i had already bought the game and uh they it was a game for windows live game and yep. they just stopped supporting game for windows live and the game just you you could still download it but you couldn't activate it you couldn't get it to run anymore mm-hmm. and one nice thing like dirt 3 this is another good example dirt 3 had game for windows live uh, another one was um uh flat out uh, ultimate or like the flat out 2 remaster thing whatever that thing was uh they those were game for windows lives when they brought them over to steam they just said Okay, here you got the Steam version now. If you got a code, you just type it in. There was a time limit. You had to do it within like a year and a half or whatever. Okay. But if you put your game for Windows Live uh, code into Steam, you got the game. And Dirt 3, Codemasters even gave you the, the 
all the DLC. So even oh. if you had the regular edition, it was like, you know what? You're getting the every, everything. For, so I got the, the entire game again on a different platform. For, for That is awesome. Bulletstorm yeah. did not do that. And instead put out the game again on Steam and added Duke Nukem to it and said, hey, if you want this game again, you're going to have to buy it again. That was another. I did eventually buy it. It was $11. That was a hard, tough $11 for me to swallow. So generally I'm okay with them, but those two like instances like that, that's where it bothers me. Yeah, does Gearbox publish them now, Bulletstorm? Is that, is that what yeah, the Gearbox I mean, part, thing? Yeah, part of it was that. Like I think it was an EA game originally, but then like it was... Uh, People can fly. Made that yeah, game, and I don't know what happened. Like people think... can fly is still around. They're making a game for Square Enix now, I think, or something. Yeah. Right, but see, they were yeah. owned by uh, Microsoft, right? It, it's a mess because they were doing work with Epic Games as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know what people can fly kind of ended up in this weird thing, and I think that Bulletstorm is taken away from them, and Gear it's Gearbox's game now. Um, so greedy. Gearbox is basically like we we bought this game, we bought this thing, we want to we want to charge money for it again. So let's just throw Duke Nukem in there. Uh, I yeah. don't know. I I just not a huge fan of Gearbox lately, just in general. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I mean, they made Borderlands yeah. too. It's a it's a masterpiece. Borderlands three is really fun. It do, it doesn't reach the heights of two, but I still had a good time with it. But I feel like they their business stuff. If you look into any of it, you're kind of like, I feel kind of, I don't know, really like supporting them. Look what much, they did yeah. with that aliens game. And you know, they just screwed Sega over on, on that colonial Marines thing. You know, they just took the money and ran. Yeah. Thing, like, so. I mean, we could talk about bad management there. Like they were supposed to get a huge bonus for borderlands three. And then they, he's like, Oh, well it's not going to happen. The game costs more than we expected. So um, if you don't like it, you can quit. Yeah. yeah it literally but- just happened like the stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. They made all that money, and then they're like, "No, we're gonna keep it." You know, yeah, that's yeah, it's kind of crap. I, I saw that tweet. I think I even retweeted it, and I'm just like, "WTF?" You know, yeah. like what the? Well, I, I haven't bought Borderlands Three yet. I'm gonna buy it on a heavy discount because it's enjoyable. Yeah. I, it's a good game, and the humor didn't change. It's still Borderlands, it's wacky and fun. But yeah, um, what were we talking yeah. about? Remaster, remaster games. Remaster sorry. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> sorry about that. Don't worry. There'll be a there'll be a remaster of that. Uh, there was a remaster of the original Borderlands, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and actually, they did give us that one for free, so that was pretty yeah. nice of them. Yeah. And then, yeah, you did get two in the handsome. That was the handsome Jack collection or whatever. The handsome Jack mm-hmm. kind of. That was like DLC, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. It was. It was Borderlands Two and Borderlands the prequel in one package. So. Okay. I guess their remasters aren't too bad. Aren't too bad. To yeah. Borderlands. It's just their the you know I don't know they you really speak over Bulletstorm. I, yeah. I, uh, but. I guess for what I would say about remasters is I really like them a lot of times, especially with polygonal games, because they can take a 720p game and make it 4K. You know what I mean? I know that's probably been like that on PC. It kind of doesn't matter as much, but they can actually take, say, like Bioshock, right? It was made for consoles, so it's going to have like lower res textures in the environment. They can take and put better textures in the game, and it improves it across every platform, which that was another one that I uh, replayed Bioshock Infinite on. They re uh, did the HD or whatever when a PS4 came out and it looked a lot better and I have it on PC and they gave us the better version on PC, the Bioshock collection. So I was like, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Cool. And then there's like the remasters that kind of like remake the game a little bit or like improve it. Like they did the resident evil two and then final fantasy seven, which well, I haven't played those. That, yeah. That's a remake. That's not a yeah. remaster. Yeah. yeah. I think the best, uh, 
remaster I've seen though is the Shadow of the Colossus one they did for PS4. They went through the entire engine and just completely changed everything. I mean, it's the same exact game, but they just re they made it more beautiful pretty much. And that game is already beautiful uh, from the first uh, playthrough of it, but they just like completely overhauled everything in that game and it just adds to the that increased awe that you get from fighting those crazy colossuses and stuff or colossi i should say um i guess uh what was the other question like what would we remasters we want or is that part of it or are there any Uh, remasters you're looking forward to or wish would be remastered and if so so would you change or leave the same okay uh one that i'm looking forward to that just got announced is saints Row the third they're remastering that which that's gonna be awesome that see that seems a little weird to me, especially no. on PC. I mean, like that. I just played it on on yeah, PC not yeah, too long ago yeah. again with uh, the RF Gen crew back in the the fall. That game, like, there's nothing wrong. It still with looks it. pretty great, but uh, they are they're changing it. They're adding better textures, better lighting, better effects, and everything. And it's yeah, another I, excuse to me go for me to replay the game with a nice yeah. little touch up. I don't know. See, see if they I gave never... that. See to me, those are tweaks. Like if they yeah. gave that to me for free, uh, uh, sure, why not? If you're gonna yeah, upgrade my yeah. game like that, but like, yeah, I'm, I, I I'm know, looking forward to just buy to play it again. again. Yeah, yeah, I just want to play it again. Yeah. Um, another one I want is the there's a rumor for the Mario remasters for like they're gonna remaster 64 and Sunshine and all those, and I was like, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Galaxy. They were going to do a bundle pack with all of them HD, and that was like the big rumor like a couple months ago. And I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome, but I, it doesn't feel very likely. I mean, it might happen, but if it does, I would, I'd buy those in an instant. Play uh, Mario uh, Galaxy without the waggle in an HD, I would love that. That Mario Galaxy is one of the best games like ever in my book, so mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, go ahead, Ryan. Uh, basically, yeah, you guys kind of covered it all. I I could care less. Like sometimes there are games that get a remaster. I'm like, why? Like, uh, uh, what was the one you referenced, uh, uh, Kevin? It was uh, the um, hard reset. Yeah, hard reset. Like I own that game. That game looked good to me as it was, and yeah, it was a little hard. I'm just like, why that need a remaster? Or like, you know, and and, and I get it on some level, uh, but uh, with some games, but. You see a game and the graphics still hold up to this day, and it's just like, I guess as long as they're giving it to you for free, I'm okay with it. And I do get it for the people who never played the original, so they can do it. But me personally, like, unless they're giving it to me for free, if I already own the OG version of the game, I'm probably not going to dish out for a new one if I already own it. Unless if it's part of some bundle pack that just puts it all in one spot and it's it's worth the time or worth the whatever, but... You know, uh, but otherwise, it's, you know, I never really uh, cared too much one way or another about remasters and is never really like the, the Mario games out. That'll be cool. It'd be nice to see that uh, come to the Switch and stuff so I can share those games with my kids because I was playing Galaxy when my, my oldest was, you know, first born. You know, I remember, uh, you know, uh, I, I remember beating Bowser with him uh in my lap, you know, so mm-hmm. it would be kind of cool to see those games if they came out and he'd, he'd get to experience that again on the switch and that. But then again, all I have to do is hook up my Wii and have him play it that way, you know? So, yeah. So it's no, neither here nor there. And as for the saints row, uh, 
I'm going to be down on it. I never thought the graphics were good on that. I liked the game, but I never thought the graphics were good compared to if you looked at Grand Theft Auto or other open world games. I thought if that did need a remaster, that actually made sense to me because I thought the graphics weren't really that great. It seemed almost like they tried upscaling like PS2 graphics to me. Oh no, I, I disagree. I, <laughs> well, I disagree. No, I, no, no, no. I, I think the graphics in in I that guess you game, could say they're being stylized. So right, it's it's a little do... more cartoony and it's mm-hmm. meant to fit their sense of humor. And well, that. Yeah, if but... it looked like Grand Theft Auto, I wasn't uh, saying it had to. Though. I'm, I'm saying, saying I'm saying if it did, if it, if that no. game looked like Grand Theft Auto four or five, the humor that they're going for wouldn't be as funny. Well, I think yeah, I, mean, I think true. it looks fine. I still think it looks fine. Yeah, I still do too. Um, uh, a remaster that may, maybe that didn't need to happen, but I really liked it was the Wind Waker remaster for Wii U. Uh, they really improved yeah. the way that game looked. I yeah. mean, it looked re- you could still pull out your GameCube and it looks amazing still, but like just that the way they upgraded that game was just awesome. So well, they also tweaked like you didn't have to wait six hours for you to sail to an island off in the yes. corner of the map. Like they improved on that, uh, so that was a good, good improvement too. Um, I didn't, I didn't mention some games that I wish uh, were remastered, and we kind of mentioned them already. Uh, I wrote it down though before anyone mentioned it. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto <laughs> games, three, uh, oh, yeah. uh, oh. Vice City and uh, San Andreas, all nice. all great games. I. You know, if they didn't touch the graphics, I'd be fine with that. Uh, I just think the controls really haven't aged well. Um, and, you know, maybe some uh, improved the GPS. Uh, like, there was so many improvements, even from the third game to San Andreas. If they brought the improvements that they made in San Andreas and ported them into the first two games, yeah. uh, that would be great. There's just some things in those games that haven't uh, aged well and kind of make it hard to go back and uh, play. So I'd be all for uh, remaster of those games. Those are awesome. I games. haven't uh, I haven't looked it up in quite some time, but there was someone who is an un- and for all I know, Rockstar might have shut it down since then. But someone in San Andreas was making a mod that connected uh, Grand Theft Auto Three's Liberty City, uh, Vice City, and San Andreas all into one world in the San Andreas, and it also upscaled like the textures. And like they, they were like redid the textures to make them look real world and stuff like that. Like that was an option to download because it was actual HD textures. So yeah, so that I, was I th- kind. Of, I think you just described Grand Theft Auto Five. Basically, but <laughs> I know, yeah. But this is just kind of a mod. It was a pretty big underscale, but they literally just attached the three games together. Right. And uh, uh, and and then uh, the mod for upscaling the graphics, I think, might have been separate. But yeah, so and so the, that would that that definitely that would be an interesting repackage where they took the three games and literally combined it together somehow. That would be interesting. Just make that Grand Theft Auto Six with the yeah. GTA Five engine and make it look amazing. Yeah. The only know. problem is each story happens in a different timeline, so it I would know. Be... Get a DeLorean in there. Go back to the future. <laughs> there you go. Or basically based on oh, this would be cool. Based on what character you're playing as will automatically convert the timeline to that time. So like uh-huh. if you play as uh I can't remember the guy from Vice City, like everything will be eighties themed. But then if you jump over to San Andreas, the San Andreas sorry, I can't CJ. remember the guy's name. CJ, 
uh, then everything will turn into like '90s themed and stuff. Like that would be that'd be pretty boss, actually. <laughs> Complicated. Can, can Complicated. Can I admit something? I I think I was like about five or six hours into San Andreas before I realized that it took place in the '90s. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was like, hey, everything seems so modern to me. Like, yeah, around the bikes or in the in the in the uh, hood and all that. But I can't uh, remember. There was something where I was like, oh, is this the '90s? Am I in the '90s right now? So was, yeah, kind of out of it. Sorry, <clears throat> you good? Uh, go ahead and read that last question, uh, Kevin. Uh, a time has progressed. How? Oh, I think he means. Okay, I got. As, it. Time. As time has progressed, how has your game news source sources changed? I struggle with the wording. Uh, okay. Uh, Captain, this isn't your best question uh, wording-wise, but we get, your, we get the bit. He wants to know how have we uh, changed our way of uh, looking at news. For example, uh, magazines, websites, Twitter, are there any that have disappeared and you want back? Sites, people you avoid or give credit to? To me, Ryan and his cousin have an amazing track record of spreading the news about awesome indie games. Yeah, I agree. Um, for me, right now, it's mostly just uh, other people. I, I really don't pay attention to any of it anymore because I just don't care as much. Um, like, I, And I, I, I like it when I'm talking to people and they tell me things. I'm like, oh, really? This is happening or whatever. That's good. You guys are up on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like I used to be all about E3 and all that, and I just I don't uh, care uh, anymore. Yeah. Um, I do... I, there was a show here in Canada called uh, Electric Playground, yeah. uh, hosted by uh, Victor Lucas, and Tommy Tellerico would, was on it for a, a long time. And I used to watch that all the time. Um, now, Victor Lucas, like the show's been basically taken off of uh, the air. Victor Lucas is on YouTube, and he does a solid job there on YouTube. And I tune in there once in a while and watch his stuff, so he's still around. Uh, but for as the magazines and all that stuff, I don't, I don't really miss uh, any of it. It's, I, I just, yeah, I don't need to be up on it all. Everybody already knows. So they'll tell you and they're all on <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah. so you'll Basically. see a tweet about it eventually, you know? Um, I, th- I agree. You forget the one news outlet that we actually met and that was IGN. That's right. Remember? Yeah. We were yeah. both writing on IGN. I used we to be were... big in I- on IGN. Mm-hmm. IGN used to have a pretty, pretty good community. I don't know how it is now, but that's where I started my, at first, I think I was the Wii Gamer ranting because I was big into Wii at the time, uh, which was a dumb name. But then I slowly transitioned to the, the Retro Gamer ranting moniker. But I would do reviews for Wii games and stuff like that. And uh, that's where I met Baron and Mars. And then and, and I would use IGN back in the day when it wasn't crap, uh, hmm. when it actually seemed like their reviews meant something. But then after a while, like... Like most of those outlets, like Game, like GameStop, or not GameStop, but Game Informer, Game Informer, those like after a while, it just seemed like the reviews were more pandering than anything else. Yeah, I agree. Like they mm-hmm. wanted to get their early release, and if they said something bad, they wouldn't get their early release. So I kind of got away from IGN, and for a while, I would look on YouTube. But early, early on, it was stuff like Nintendo Power. And I was a long-term subscriber to PC Gamer Magazine. Yeah. And I loved PC Gamer Magazine. Coconut Monkey was their mascot. I don't know if they still have that as their mascot. I have a poster, actually, from their 500th thing still on my wall. And PC Gamer was my go-to. I loved PC Gamer. I loved, uh, they'd always give free, free discs with 
demos, mods, free games. So it was something I'd always look forward to. I have like three or four totes at my parents' house right now, just full of back issues from PC Gamer. That was kind of my go-to thing. And then, you know, I got to college and, you know, left kind of paper stuff behind and just at that point I'd look on IGN and stuff, but now it's basically like Kevin says, I get all my information from either word of mouth or just me being curious or looking around on Twitter or, or YouTube, you know. I, I guess I do follow PC Gamer on Twitter, so they do inform me on some things. Yeah, yeah, me I too. Comment yeah. There. And uh, Rock, there. Rock Paper Shotgun, they're like a oh, British... I like Rock Paper Shotgun a lot. Yeah, they're like yeah. a British uh, PC-focused uh, thing. So I follow a couple things on there, but like it I is, don't uh, follow PlayStation and Xbox no. and Nintendo and all that stuff. I just... Yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fine. Like I, I yeah. don't knock at anyone that does it. I just, you know, I don't really you know, care as much. You mean no. you find out, you'll find out type of thing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah for me, it's a podcast, uh, pretty much. I um, mean, every podcast, not every podcast, but a lot of gaming podcasts will do, like, gaming news. So I get it from there. Uh, I like Kind of Funny podcast. Uh, they do, like, a weekly, like, a everyday news show, which I don't listen to every episode, but if, like, there's a, a couple of interesting things that I want to hear them talk about, I'll go listen to that. Um, even... I've been listening to those type of podcasts forever. So, I mean, that's where a lot of my news comes from. Um, I used to love G4 TV. Um, I liked X Play and all those things back in oh, the day. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. They and, don't uh, make them like that anymore. Yeah. And I, I go back and watch old episodes. That's how much I used to love it as a kid. And then, <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then um, I used to subscribe to a place, official PlayStation magazine mostly for the demos. And I used to love that and then read it and obsess about games that I possibly could get. Um, but yeah, now it's mostly like Twitter and podcast. Uh, I used to keep up with Kotaku a lot, and then that site got really weird, and I don't really pay attention to them yeah, anymore. I, I used to be big into them too. They they used to do some uh, really solid journalism too. Like yeah. uh, I remember when they uh, the that whole Dennis Dyack thing and Silicon uh, Knights, and they broke that thing all down. And that it was just like some really good investigative journalism. And then they just became clickbait city <laughs> yeah so was just everything was clickbait it's like there, wow. there was one left journalist that i would read his articles uh jason schreier which he actually put does, still does stuff like that like the uh research and stuff but he's going to bloomberg i think now so um pretty much he kind of st- that's the last person i would read there now i don't read it at all so i mean for anything like online articles and stuff i don't really pay too much attention like i'll I'll occasionally read a news story here and there, but it's mostly just Twitter. Twitter keeps me up to date for the most part. And uh, there's a a, couple, a good review channel I would like to remit, recommend is uh, ACG. Have you ever watched his reviews? Uh, I think it's like Angry Centaur Gaming. Uh, oh, no. He's a very popular um, like reviewer. He'll break it down per section, like graphics, gameplay, music, and it's like they're all like 20 minute reviews, and they're like really in depth. So if there's a game like I'm not really sure about. I'll watch his reviews. Like I really trust his opinion and uh, the way he breaks it down. So I I think that's a really great uh, YouTube channel to like get a recommendation for a game. Or he doesn't like he does like a system like maybe you should buy it or wait for a sale or just pass. That's how he does it. He doesn't give it like a score. So it's like oh maybe wait for a sale on this one or this one's terrible. Don't even bother. Or this one's great. Go buy it right now. So I like that channel quite a bit. But yeah, I think that we answered everything. Satisfactorily, yeah. huh? Yeah, I think um, so. 
uh, the tier list. What's this, Ryan? You added this. I was. I uh, just put that in. Uh, uh, something I was knocking around. Like if we if we had time, we don't need to do it this time. We can do it next time. The tier okay. list was basically I wanted to make a list of uh, uh, the first one I wanted to do was best years to be a PC gamer, late nineties to uh, uh, two thousand. And I basically I have from ninety six to two thousand all the top games, and we'd go over it and rank which year was the best year, going down to the worst, which would be hard to do. Uh, mm. A lot of things with tiers is you could put anything in the top tier if you wanted to, but in this case we probably would have put almost every year in the top year, so I think I was going to just limit it to that. But you know what? We can pass on that. We can save it for next time. We've already went over our allowed time, if you want. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I was curious. When it comes well, to those kind of questions, I always say right now is the best time because you can go back to all those games from 1996 well, yes, to 2000 but, and play them all. But if you it's were true. growing up in that time, I mean, seriously, 96... 96 to 2000, let me, let me see here. I, like, 96 alone had Quake, Diablo, Duke Nukem 3D, Sid yeah, Meier's Civilization 2, Command & Conquer Red Alert. Yeah, no, I know. Play them right but, now. <laughs> although it did have Bad Mojo, which I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's, you, you okay. got to live at the moment. That's what but you here did MDK come out. That's, that was the best. Year. MDK 2 came out. No, uh, not 2, 1, the first one. The first one. Mm, don't know. Yeah, I did that. Sorry, I just. Uh, no, you're good. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and wrap it up, guys. Um, we're still playing Terraria. Uh, how much have y'all played of Terraria this month? About what do you think? Oh, a te- uh, an obscene amount, to be honest. Nice. Uh, I have, I haven't, I haven't been on the server as much because I've been playing a lot with uh, Sarah, and she has been playing it every night, at least a couple of hours every night. Now she doesn't uh, play the game. She just digs. She's fine. She <laughs> just tunnels. That's it. And she's building a house. You know, like she's building, like she's collecting things and putting in her house, almost like what uh, Dean was doing. Good oh, lord. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we'll save that for next month. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I, I, I should I? I don't know. I don't know how much I should say. How much I shouldn't just, say. Uh, just uh, top level. Do you like the game, and are you excited to play more? I guess I don't know. Well, you don't want to go too in depth because we're gonna do that. Okay, next I'll time. I'll yeah. say I'll say this. I I like the game. I think I have had enough, and another month is a lot, a little daunting. <laughs> to the problem the problem is is you've only scratched the surface of it. That's the thing. I, here's the thing. You need to get to hard mode. I don't. I don't think I want to scratch anymore. Yeah. I think I, my itch has been itched, and uh, any more would just be overkill. And I'd be I'd be digging into my skin and getting irri- irritated. You're getting irritated. <laughs> well, okay. I, I don't well. want to get too much into it. I don't want to. I don't want to give the full review. But I, I'm just saying now. That's how I'm feeling right okay. now. Maybe yeah, it could change by yeah. the end of month uh, of the month. There's a big update and all that. And maybe this hard mode will just uh, blow my socks off. So who knows? Maybe by at the end of the month, I will change. But right now, I played a lot of it. I liked it. I do like it. I just... Have you fought any of the bosses on your own? Well, that that eyeball one has come out a few times. And then the slime slime guy keeps coming out once in a while. Slime King. You're playing playing way too cautiously. Way too cautiously. No, I... Uh, no, it's okay. No, that's the fun I, thing I about want... it is you can you can play it 
very casually. Or I looked it, up. You know. I looked up how to uh, summon another boss, and it seems like as if there's 20 steps to get there, and I don't want to do the steps to get there. And I'm kind of like, yeah, you know what? I kind of, I'm, I'm, I don't feel like it. <laughs> I've got it done. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't hate the game. I'm, I'm liking yeah. it. I'm just kind of done. Okay. Uh-huh. I've reached the saturation point. I'm saturated. Like we got a whole month of it, so yeah, I know. We gotta, we gotta play more. Got another got month. You gotta play so more. So I gotta okay, barf that. something out to make some room in my bucket, so I can. You gotta barf something <laughs> out, so I can uh, get some more terraria. In me. Don't be afraid to craft. Don't be afraid to craft. Oh, I'm not. I just kind of don't want to. <laughs> It's not, you... it's not a fear. It's not like, oh, if I do this, I'm just like, eh, I don't really want to do all that. And so for me, I, I, I probably put only like 10 or 15 hours in, but I've been a hermit. I've been playing by myself. Just slowly, the, the ramp up for this game is way slower than I remember. I mean, it takes a long time to get like pre- prepped to do boss battles and stuff. So I can see if you play like a lot, a lot, and you're like, you don't agree with me, do you? But you played like hundreds and thousands of hours of this game, so I'm like, eh. For yeah. me, it's, like, it's taking me yeah. a lot longer to ramp up. I'm slowly getting to the point. So I did here's fight, the thing. I, I did yeah, like, I'm, 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 at, I'm at 43 hours. 43 yeah. hours. In. And I think before, I was, I was 13. I had so 13 you, hours. So yeah. I played a lot of this game. Well, yeah. yes, there's a lot of this game, but there's a lot more to it. And here's the thing, and, and this is where I think people run into an issue with it, is I think people play too cautiously sometimes. And they try to over-prepare for, like, the first boss or the second boss and stuff like that. And, yeah, sometimes it's hard to come by hearts and other stuff with it. And one of the things I learned early on is, like, if you're so worried about dying, which you got to just get past that and just be willing to die a couple of times... Uh, or you're so worried about being you know, because the problem is when we did finally fight the bosses on our server, we overprepared for them. We were able to annihilate the Eater of Worlds, uh, Skeletron, and uh, Aya Cthulhu pretty easily, just like the three of us at the time. And the bee. And the bee, the bee, the bee as well. Uh, we fought the bee later, which I went back and um, grinded him. I finally got my bee gun. I had to oh, kill nice. him five more times. He finally <laughs> dropped the B gun for me, so I was quite happy with that. I could have um, just had mine. I didn't really. You didn't offer it to me. So I'm I sorry. I didn't know you wanted it. I didn't know you wanted it that bad. All I kept doing was ranting. I wish he dropped the B gun when we were fighting it. Um, you didn't anyway. ask me though. If you said, "Hey, can so, I have your B gun?" Then I'm yeah, giving it to you. Yeah. So I think the experience kind of comes by. You know, yeah, you can be overly cautious, but you know, the problem comes down to like. If you over-prepare, then, you know, some things might come across too easy, and then the challenge might not be there. But again, there was like three of us fighting the boss at the time, so that might have been it as well. So it's like, you. my recommendation is to, to play risky. Like, I've watched speedrunners play this game that fought all the bosses, first night, second night, third night, the first three bosses on the surface they would do. And they, you know, just by finding the stuff they needed to or, or, or that kind of thing. So that that's my kind of recommendation. If you've never played it before, be cautious. But once you get your bearings, start anew, be a little more risky. Don't be afraid of the bosses. Don't be afraid of dying. That's that's kind of my recommendation. Hmm. But, okay. So it's a little mixed right now so far. But uh, I like the game. Mm, I don't, uh, it's not, there's no don't mix. You, okay. You I don't like it. 
We all you I got play, that curmudgeon sound to your voice. I played forty three hours. Do you know how many games I played forty three hours of? Not a lot. Yeah, I forty three yeah. hours. I'm just at the saturation point. You're just kind of like, okay. Same with Minecraft. I played a lot of Minecraft. I get reach a saturation point. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I played enough Minecraft right now. So, okay, yeah. I see what you mean. All right. Well, we have a multiplayer server. If you guys want to check that out, you can go to our Discord. Uh, Links in our Twitter. Uh, I don't remember the short link right now. It should be pinned in our multiplayer. Like there's, you can pin uh, a thing and it'll say. You can just DM me and I'll give you it if you need it. Or you can DM him. Uh, Please, if you do join our server, do not be a jerk and do not steal things from people and be kind. Rewind all that good stuff. Yeah, Uh, all that typical stuff. If someone does jump in and, and is a jerk, then I would have to rewind stuff, and people would lose things, and that would be very bad and we'll be very angry with you so as I, always, anyone can uh, steal from me go right ahead but uh dean's got a lot much but nicer yeah, stuff dean has door. a lot nicer stuff so go ahead you if you <laughs> want to steal but i'm just saying dean's got a lot nicer stuff than i, than I got there are community chests in the middle of the spawn point where people can put stuff they don't want and you can freely take from that all you want although it's been pretty picked through it looks like so someone came through and and grabbed all the good stuff from it already at this point, but but no, but we're, uh, I've, I've been having fun with it. Uh, I do want to get people together so we can finally go down into hell and fight the wall of flesh. Uh, hopefully soon. Hopefully this week. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just go and, and put in hard mode tonight. Just go down there and say screw you guys. Put in hard mode. No, just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Um, but yeah. So yeah. Sweet. Awesome. All Discord, right. Server. I think I think we Crash. said everything we're going to say. Um, Thank you guys for listening to this. Welcome all new listeners from the Cartridge Club feed here. Um, we look forward to hearing, or hearing, we look forward to talking to your ear holes. I don't know what I'm saying now. Um, we look forward to... <laughs> we I'm look sorry. forward to entertaining you. Hopefully. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say there. No, I, I um, get it. I get it. Yes, You're- yes. All right. Um, that's it. We're done. Time to crash the computer here. Uh, check you. out uh, Retro Fandango on YouTube. Oh, yeah. We can plug. <laughs> we do our plugs. Okay, Retro Fandango. I yeah. stuck one in there. Oh, uh, on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Retro Fandango. There you want to plug your stuff? Uh, you can check me out uh, at Retro Gamer Ranting on Twitter, just with no ING with an N at the end because I made it too long. Uh, otherwise, you can also just uh, look me up on YouTube, uh, either at Twitch H or just look up Retro Gamer Ranting. I have a bunch of old stuff on there. I might put up something new. Playing Terraria has gotten the itch. I might want to make a Terraria video here soon. Uh, and I'm also on uh, Twitch, uh, which uh, sometimes I live stream, but not often. So there you go. Oh, wait. I got a question. Is it okay? I know we're going a little long, but I got a yeah, question. Yeah, you're fine. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, What's, yeah. What? Because you, we had a free server. You were looking at a free server for Terraria. And yeah. then, you had, then you bought one for $5, right? $5 yeah. a month. $5 what, a month. What did the five dollars get you? Like, what's the? Uh, it it gave me. I'd have to look. Like, I don't understand it all. It just it gives you more space on the server. Like, uh, I I don't get. I'm the worst person to explain it. But basically, the the reason why I went from free to the five dollar is every hour I would have to log in to the server and say I was still interested in keeping it. Oh, okay. Well, that's plus. Yeah. <laughs> plus, that's worth five bucks, right? Yeah, there. yeah. 
So it would only give me an hour and then go, you have to renew. Plus, ads would show up while you were playing Terraria beneath the thing saying, you have to renew. So I would literally have to, every hour, go in and renew my free thing. So, yeah, if you're only going to be playing for a few hours and you want a server, that's fine. But I'm like, it's five bucks. And so I, I got it for two months, through ten bucks for two months. And I might expand it if, you know, if There's they, people want me to. Right. Uh, I can, okay. and I'm going to do this as well when we're all done. Uh, I can back up the map itself, and I will probably post it on Discord or something, so people can download it and put it in with their files, and so they'll still they'll have a, their own copy of the map. It won't be multiplayer anymore, unless if they make it multiplayer. But then you know, so if you did something on the map and you want to keep it, I will when this is all over with, make a copy of the map that we're playing on and I'll put it on discord so you can play it on your own time, single player or whatever. So that cool. will be, so yeah. Sounds good. Yep, uh, yes. So I guess uh, I'll plug myself at frantic society on Twitter, uh, frantic thoughts podcast. Uh, it's coming back soon. And I am on the cartridge club stuff all the time. Hangouts and occasional games, game of the months as well on, on here, on here now. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All right. That's it. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, I think we did. All right. Sorry. I just I felt like I was trying to cut you guys off for a minute there. Like, all right, let's okay. go. Let's, let's leave. All right. No, that's we need somebody to move this thing along. So I'm glad okay. it's somebody else other than me for a change. Hey, <laughs> I, hey, I resisted doing the tier list this month, but that's because the questions overran. So you know. <laughs> All right, that's All our right. first uh, save point. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we look forward to more. Next month, we will be doing Terraria as our game of the months. And yeah. I guess it's time to crash the computer. Bonk. Bonk. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.